Welcome to Radio Ones for the Culture podcast, the history of black music. In this episode, Radio One personality Beehive and Grammy Award winning platinum producer Drummer Boy will tell the uncensored story of the history of trap music. Be sure to like, review, and subscribe for future and previous episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Without further ado, welcome to Radio One's For the Culture podcast, the history of trap hip-hop music. Presented to you by Toyota's rugged and stylish trucks. Welcome to Radio One's For the Culture podcast, the history of black music. I'm your host, Beehive Radio Shout In. In this episode, we're going to explore the history of hip-hop's dominant sub-genre, trap music. Now, I got a guy in the building with me right now that is no stranger to trap music. He might even be considered one of the forefathers and one of the people that put it down as far as the sound of trap music. Drummer boy in this thing. What's good with it, my dog? What it do? What it do, man? Bless the people. Great. Now, I mean, drummer, when we think about trap music, how would you define trap music? Oh. Instantly, when I think about trap, trap was a location. Mm-hmm. So I think about places. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think about the process. You know what I mean? I think about the the happy moments that I've seen. I think about the 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 anxiety and the 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 the, the just how nervous and anxious you, you know what I mean? It's like you fighting down, trying to make it past the law on the highway or what, like I've been there. You see what I'm saying? So trap before anything was a location. Thanks. So the sound of that is grimy, mm. period. Like it's, it's, it's grimy, it's gonna make you wanna hustle. It's, it's, it's motivating. Mm-hmm. Is triumphant because they knew what type of circumstances we took. They knew what type of sacrifices we put on the line to make this happen. Yeah. Any real trap person that it's a certain feeling mm-hmm. that you can't even everybody. What's the sound and this and that? Like you can't even sum it up all within sound because sometimes the words can get on top of whatever music and still put that trap in it. Mm-hmm. It could be a guitar and a bass line on some musical and 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 and, and Jeezy or, or Gotti or somebody jump on it, and now it becomes trap. Mm-hmm. So you can't necessarily say that it's just the beat mm-hmm. or this is trap sound or whatever. We created a genre off of what we speak and what we talk about, what we live and what we what what actually run through our blood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I'm making beats coming up, I ain't know I was gonna start a genre. People be running around talking about the forefathers and this and that. Everybody, most of the names I seen came five, ten years after me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So from the beginning, we talking about from the merge of pimping and crunk music in the in the nineties. Going through, you know what I'm saying, three six mafia, uh uh ball and G T UGK UGK, ghetto boys, ghetto uh, mafia. Yeah, ghetto mafia. Even 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 out there in Florida, uh Luke and yeah. uh, uh uh Van and the six nine boys and all them, they were they were doing 808 music, they was doing bass and heavy trunk. Mm-hmm. They were called the trunk music, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like, like, Lil John turned Crunk into a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But Lil John tell you where Crunk come from. Even the word Crunk is a Memphis term. Get mm. crunk, get book. Get book. You know what I'm saying? That's Memphis. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's country. We country tunes. You know, country exactly. boy. Get bugged. Which I, I remember saying that up in DC or Virginia or New York. And they said, what? Oh, man. Or we'd be like, we finna. We finna go to the Y'all finna. You know what I mean? Certain things that people wouldn't even gravitate at certain at certain point when hip hop was just hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. Then we got, you know, the South with something to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Came with that playlistic, you know, vibe. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Punk music. The first trap rappers that I'm talking about was like, we ain't talking about rapping about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Pimp C gave you that, hustling that dope and this and that. And But, you know, Pimp was a, a collective of hip hop mixed with the South, mixed with the trap, mixed with the player, mixed with the with the real nigga. I mean, Pimp was everything. Yeah. Pimp was so versatile. Scarface, so versatile. Some of these guys are so versatile. We talking about straight, dope, boy rap. Yeah. When I think about dope boy rap drama, it takes me back to growing up in the A and we was talking about that trap. You would be like, okay, them boys out there in the trap, they out there selling drugs. I mean, it's just, you know, trapping was synonymous with drug dealing. Ghetto Mafia down here, they were the first ones to put it in a verse and they kind of rapped about it a lot. Cass and the Dungeon family, they would mention that, you know, Big Boy would say you'll find yourself stuck in the trap, just that a trap on Spodio the Dopalicious. But it didn't become a real sound until it was coined as trap music with T.I. and the music and the instrumentation that you brought to the game. Now, when I think about trap music, I think about the lyrics of the rappers that do it. But then I think about the producers that make it happen. And when I think about the producers, people such as yourself, Shawty Red, and other uh, DJ Toon, people that made that kind of music that if you weren't a drug dealer, you felt like you needed to go into the kitchen when that doggone song came on. That's just what it is. Okay, You hear that standing ovation come on, and you're thinking to yourself, where's my pot? Okay, I might be making some ramen, but I'm a switch it up like it's something else oh yeah it gave you them memories talk to me about when you came into the game coordinating this music and this sound what was it that was on your mind when you said okay these boys is talking about real trap stuff and they need a real sound because see trap music is more it's also trap beats you know folks are from different areas and regions they say i want a trap beat i want a trap beat and that's how that sound kind of spread it throughout the country based off of the instrumentation of trap music because everybody had been talking about selling drugs and what was going on in the street for years previous to it and gangster music but the actual formation of trap as a sub genre didn't happen until you got ti talking about it and you got people such as yourself actually making music tailored directly to that. How did you come about making that kind of music though, Drummer? Oh, uh, I mean, I was surrounded by it. Like I grew up, I'm from I'm from the Haven. I'm from mm-hmm. BAZ. So South Memphis and then with, with my emergence with, 
Claiborne Holmes and Tate Street and just really in the in the ward. Like, you know, it's it, I'm seeing everything, even even behind the Dodge Chicken store on, on Elvis Presley. Like at one point, it was like the most notorious, you know what I mean? And and back in back in, you know what I'm saying, back when and just seeing like how people used to move, how we, how we, how we, you know what I'm saying? Still to this day, like, you know what I'm saying? You just know anybody who can survive off of something, that's really what you do. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of people who talk like, yeah, I'm trapped. I'm, I'm woo, 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 like, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, it's really a hustle. This, this really a, this, this, man, I'm feeding families off of this shit. You know what I mean? So you started hearing niggas saying, I'm not a rapper. See that's, that's 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 where the, the 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 shit came in for me when I heard Gotti from the get go. Gotti Gotti been making music since ninety seven, ninety eight, and probably before that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he fought the first project I seen him drop was uh 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 from the dope game to the rap game. Mm-hmm. And it you that was like the first transition I seen. That's why I always speak about the transition. You know what I mean, guys? We got two feet over here. And then they see something that it's like, man, I can, I can, I can, I can make myself legit doing that and, and get myself out this, out this, out this trap and out, out the hood. And man, damn, I gotta slowly make my way over there. So man, you slowly got down, put one foot in, and you still got one foot in over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Until eventually got a hundred percent rap businessman. When I seen him buy himself off of TVT, buy himself off of cash money. Deals that didn't go as planned, but I, I can buy myself off of it. That means okay, yeah. I don't I ain't seen too many rappers do that if, if, if you just rap. It's one thing to rap about trap or speak on a location, but to actually live this, to breathe this, this is trap music, and we can tell if you lie. So if, if you if you was with the bullshit, man, you don't even get put up into the, the, the category or to in, in, into the genre. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what trap music was from the from the from the get go. So the first trap rapper I worked with, witnessed it, and came up from the bottom was was Yo Gotti. And again, that project dropped uh, two thousand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I remember meeting Jeter in the parking lot when I was like sixteen. My brother, Insane Wayne, R.I.P. He cool with Jazzy Fake. So I met okay. Tip and and Jeter before I'm serious even dropped. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I met them like 97, 98, 99. I'm still in high school. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, okay, bam, I, I seen got it. And but see, Memphis was such an underground scene. You know what I'm saying? And we 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 trying to figure this, we trying to figure things out. So we we weren't necessarily marketed and promoted in the in the right aspect, as opposed to look at tip first situation with Ariston out of here or or LaFace who who, who, who that thug motivation 101 was one of the big actually that dog gonna trap a die mixtape when that thing hit so I gotta ask this question and then all 2003 like even if you go to Goddess second project self-explanatory that's 2001 same time Mm -hmm. I'm serious drop now got it on his second project but Mm -hmm. drop his first project 2001 Mm -hmm. Gotti come back with the Life album, 2003. That's the first album I made with Gotti. I did four tracks on that album. My brother did four tracks on that album. Then my other producer did four tracks on the album. So we pretty much produced the whole whole album. 
and then followed up with back to the basics which had to when you see me shot it pop your collar then you holler that's what's up what up that's my song right there though drummer that song <laughs> right there is the one that brought me in and yo got it when i heard that one right there that that's what's up the chords and the bass in that song kind of took me somewhere now i got a question though the artist that grew the foundation to trap music who I do you give, consider? I, give to, I give it to tip just mm-hmm. because tip made trap he put trap on the map in a whole different way that mm-hmm. you have to give him credit man and he had the right deals in place the right marketing the right radio and structure to where he bypassed everything yeah you know what i'm saying as opposed to a Gotti who had to build from the bottom i'm independent i bought myself off the labels now i'm working my shit from the from the bottom up so Gotti put out a lot of music before he reached a certain point to where you know what i'm saying and now he's been able to continuously put out artists after artists after artists after artists because he, he he still has his ground to the streets if I was to put together a trap Rushmore of the forefathers of trap, you got to say Gotti, you got to say Jeezy, you got to say Tip, and you got to say Gucci. Absolutely. The guy that I'm talking to right now produce hits for all of those people, so you might have to throw Drummer Boy Face right there next to him as a producer, honorable mention, next to the rappers, but... You can't have the music without the producer. So, I mean, got to throw you right there as well. Talk to me about working with all of those people, creating that sound and being in the thick of it as it started to change the game. Because it wasn't trap music at that time. That was just drummer boy getting in there jamming with these artists that are trappers. See, it, it, it became trap music that like when you when you saw for real that they was really what they they, they rapped about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This was a point in the career where, man, anything you rapped about, you had to live that shit, especially mm-hmm. in the trap world. You know what I'm saying? And and the sound that me and God it created, man. Me, I, like I'm musical. God is so musical. Mm-hmm. So God, it, God is experimental, and and we both trying to figure this shit out as young niggas coming out the city of Memphis. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And three six mafia, everything. You know what I mean with the with the with the bass. They use more bass and long bass tones more than anything. More than more than eight oh eights. We came in with the eight oh eight. Like 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 when I was making beats, everything was was just on the eight oh eights. You know what I'm saying? And that had a lot to do with with Florida. I give a lot of that credit to sixty nine boys and and uh, and uh, Luke. You know what I mean? But we just slowed it down and just made niggas want to jug to it. We just got our own style, our own. You know what I mean? Lingo. You know what I mean? And and, and God it would play around. He would man, listen to the life album and listen to the beats that I did on the life album. Like I got an orchestra sample on the life. I did the song called Life, the title track. And even on that song, it's like a violin playing. You know what I'm saying? But when I got to Atlanta, the first thing Jesus said to me was, Man, boy, you and God are going crazy, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up was so big in the street. You know what I'm saying? Then we come back with I got white shout a cheap cheap price shout. I got white shout a cheap cheap price shout it. Like you know, what I mean? like, it is this this what my nigga rapping about. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like I said, man, got it 2002, uh, 2001, 2003. That's three tapes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Gucci 
came in hard uh uh with the straight drop presents hit them in their face with that with that with that so icy you know what I mean? that trap house you know what i'm saying that's what really i think put guap on the map you know what i'm saying and like that's 2005. you see what i'm saying jeezy is is 2003 come shot with me you know what i'm saying uh 2004 the streets is watching mm. Trap or Die, 2005, followed by Boys in the Hood, the elevation of that into my solo project, Thug Motivation, 101. See what I'm saying? So as, as far as dates on those four rappers that you talking about, God, it was, God, it released before all four of What do you think each one of their contributions to trap music was? I think they story. And, and bringing us into their life, you know what I mean? And sharing certain moments that we was able to grow with them. We was able to grow with Guwap. Yeah. That's why it's so special. We was able to grow with Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? When we see them actually perform so icy for the first time together, like like we grew with them. We knew what happened, it, 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 you know what I'm saying? The street, mm-hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? and to see how Jeezy handled it, like, okay, yeah, you, damn, took that on the chin and still was the bigger man, damn. Guwap voiced his opinion, still goddamn told it like it was. Nigga, I'm gonna tell you how it is. That's two different sides of real nigga. You know what I'm saying? And then got it, just you know what I mean? Like, just showing you, like, man, this this shit possible for you to make it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That nigga's like, he motivate everybody to make it out. You know what I'm saying? I motivate everybody to make beats. Niggas was playing ball and football and shit when I was coming up. It was a few people making beats. That shit was special. Everybody didn't have beat machines and shit. You know what I'm saying? Carlos Brody, Jazzy Faye, Insane Wayne, Slice T, Paragon, uh, SMK, who were doing all that Pastor Troy shit. He from Memphis. You know what I'm saying? I was hearing about Nitty. It's a Nitty. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just certain people like Toomp, of course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and man, of course, man, when I got to the A, I got to rub them shoulders with the fat boys and uh uh the shawty reds and you know what I mean? Uh it it, it was I, I even throw in the midnight blacks because that mm-hmm. that he was one of them guys that had that trap sound and you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's something that like we came from. If you didn't come from the trap, you couldn't make them t- certain type of beats. You had to bite other niggas shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? really come from that that's why I, I can just make it and 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 continue to give them 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 artists that need that sound that sound mm-hmm. and create a sound like okay let's let every time i do something i do something different with jeezy i do this with gucci i do this you know what i'm saying gucci like the bounce gucci like the la bounce same thing with jeezy you be listening to a beat first song i ever do with gucci is it's a photo shoot girl it's a photo shoot that ain't necessarily trap yeah get up in that club and, and we just we we knocking the traps down but see we still involving the women and making them dance and i think that was something that i implemented into my trap is the women you know what i'm saying i know did we, you think that that style of music was gonna get as big as it got though absolutely anytime you can make a woman dance man it's contagious you know what I'm saying? and it's gonna be a better night for you everybody around here man it's a good time we releasing endorphins we drinking we partying you take a chick to a club and it's a whole bunch of niggas looking at each other and smoking man we might smoke we might hang out for a little second but 
I mean, at some point, what else? It ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Nobody dancing, ain't nobody partying. The DJ, all he playing is just straight killer nigga music. You know what I'm saying? So, it, you know what I mean? At some point, man, we got to turn up. We got to have good. We, we got to celebrate life, man. We trapping. We getting this money, nigga. It's so much other shit that, you know what I mean? So we started merging different emotions. Mm-hmm. See, for me, this shit about emotions, bro. It's not about no sound. It's about how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, it sound good, but that's because it, what? It feel good first. That's why you can move soon as this shit drop. You don't know what the sound going to sound like. Mm-hmm. But the but it felt so good it told you to move. Yep. Ooh, in my song, soon as he played. <laughs> That's why, cause it feel good, man. So if you can make something that feel good and that you come from, where you a fabric of that cloth, you know what I mean. You can breathe, you can speak, and teach and uplift with that same energy, bro. I'm from that. Now I got another question, though, drummer. When we think about trap music, those were some of the forefathers, but then. Shawty Low, Rocco, Two Chains happened, and Future happened, and the sound started to change a little bit, and it started to grow. What do you think about when trap started to go into another generation of rappers, and the torch was being passed, and new trappers were making their stain on the game? Man, it it it, it became like really it, it turned into swag. If you if you mm-hmm. think about it, so like when me and Rocco dropped, it was swag season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like okay, we 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 dope boy, we trap, we hustle, we, we you know what I'm saying. But Rocco was a businessman. He was an entrepreneur. He was getting money before a lot of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Just just rubbing shoulders in a different way. Rocco had a different mentality, and he 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 was you know swift and 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 come with the finesse. And you know what I mean? And, and you know it's 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 just a different vocabulary. You see what I'm saying? He had that gift of gab, and it won just trap 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 yeah i got that i come from that but i'm seasoned mm-hmm. you know i'm saying i got real estate i got this i'm a you know so 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 bro like man like on some on some players he rocco was really uh, brought me back to like some players you know what i mean and we're like you just do you i'm gonna do me like mm-hmm. he, he rocco ain't playing it like he the nigga who finna kill you he the deep yeah. bro. what you want to do nigga? walk yeah. around the club with his chest stuck out like bro that man the coolest man any and everywhere he go smiling how you doing full of respect love for his grandmama love for his mama like men who you know what i mean you do mm-hmm. certain quality it remind me of me everybody mm-hmm. like y'all, y'all boy cousins or somebody y'all what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying but but rocco with just you know what i'm saying it it's like swag. Then you had the J Moneys and uh the uh uh the uh LA Young LA and you know what I'm saying? Like it was you that know a lot of swag. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I think that's where we're going, even with future. Yeah, you know what I mean? Future were like, yeah, I'm in a trap, I come from the trap, but see, we all understand emotion, bro. I, I I'm telling you, the people who understand emotion, we know where we come from. So they gonna they gonna they gonna put a stamp on where you from. I'm 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 from Memphis. So every time that they say my name, what they call me, a Southern producer. Mm. You know what I mean? You can't take this shit out. You when I talk, you hear that shit in me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When niggas see me move, come to Memphis with me. Come to Memphis with me and just ride it. And man, you'll see that shit. Oh damn, this nigga really. I'm talking about man. I'm in L.A. Oh, he really. 
I'm in Detroit. I'm in Chicago. I'm in the Bay. I'm in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Dallas, Houston. You know what I'm saying? It's so many cities, Chicago. It's so many cities, bro. That's that's really like, you know what I'm saying? It's just a it's just a a, a, a cloth, you know what I'm saying, of emotion that we put into this music and tell that story, dog, the best way we can. The voice of the streets, Lil Dirk. That's trap. Have you got a chance to jam with Dirk and them young boys yet? Yeah, I mean, I see. I done met you guys so many times. Same thing with Tip. Mm-hmm. One thing about it, God got the schedule. I just did a number one reggae song with Dexter Daps. I just worked with DeVito. You know what I'm saying? Or Dabito. I'm sorry, I don't want to say his name right. You know what I'm saying? David I'm, I'm working on my first number one in the reggae world. You know what I'm saying? I got number ones in trap. I got number ones in R&B. You know what I mean? So for me, it's always about growth and moving on. And as I do that, it'll circle back. Every time I bump in the dirt, it's love. We in the club. What's up, man? Smoking. Da, 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 da. Kicking the pictures, this and that. But we we really brothers. Same thing with T Herbo. That's my brother. These my niggas. When I see these niggas, it's love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with, uh, what's my dog? Uh, Chief Keith. Chief yeah. Keith DM me. Hey, man, when you going to be in L.A., man? When you going to be back? I can't come out there to Atlanta, but when you come back out this way, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? These my guys, but you... You don't force. You don't force none. You just wait for the right time for it just to fall right in line. And it'd be like, man, just like NBA Youngboy. I've been wanting to work with NBA Youngboy, NBA Youngboy. When, when we do get together, we make hits. We pop in. We pop in. Platinum. Riding around and getting it with two chains. Oh, yeah. When chains came into the game, because see, a lot of things, too, that I think that a lot of people don't understand for a lot of these trappers, the initial entry into the music industry is on the drummer boy beat. Okay, that's the song that kind of catap- that serves as a catalyst for a lot of folks' careers. So, yeah. rocking out with Two Chains early on, what was his swag and his flavor that he brought to your track, and how did you feel like he was going to impact the trap scene? Two Chains, like. You thought Two Chain was going to the NBA, you know what I'm saying? When I first knew Two Chain, like I've been knowing Two Chain probably since I like 19, 20, since I've been knowing Pastor Troy and coming yeah. to Atlanta. I mean, I will first uh, uh, one of the houses I pulled out used to pull up on Two Chains at his grandma's house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that, my dog. You know what I mean? And then man, just seeing him uh, with the duffel bag boys and man, one of the hardest records in the street. And I'm like, man, I like I was a young nigga. Like man, I couldn't understand why. This man ain't getting his credit he deserved. Like, man, this song, Duffel Bad Boy is one of my favorite songs. I've jammed that jump right now like it came out yesterday. You know what I'm saying? I understand Lil Wayne on it. A lot of people thought it was Lil Wayne record and whatnot, but it just really got to showcase brotherhood and his relationship with Lil Wayne and just, you know what I'm saying? Like, just just how somebody can just look at you and be like, man, I, I know you're going to make it. You know what I'm saying? Just, just keep stabbing at it. And, and I would help different rappers through their frustrations. Like I'm a therapist. I ain't just no beat maker. So I would tell Two Chain, bro, anytime you need me, bro, just come through, man. Pop up. You know what I'm saying? I got beats. I got the studio upstairs. Woo-woo. So he was just like, man, I'm signed to bro, and I'm signed to the label. But dang, I ain't, ain't nothing moving. Like, woo, I don't understand that. I was like, man, you just gotta keep dropping. Drop your own music. Let let drop another tape. He came up with a with a whole new name. I ain't know he was gonna change his name. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, bro, I'm sick of it. I'm finna flip. And he came with the two chain shit and the whole true religion, like everybody wearing the true religion jeans yeah. at the time. So I like, man, this nigga a genius, bro. You know what I'm saying? And man, chains uh he would come over here every day and uh, you know, probably a little tipsy or you know what I'm saying, on the lane, a little bit too too fucked up to make it all the way back to the south side. So mm-hmm. I stay right in town. So he'd be like, Man, I'm gonna pull up, man. I'm gonna I'm, I'm goddamn sob up for a little minute. He got down, fall asleep or sleep on the couch for a second and then go upstairs and record. You know what I'm saying? Have his ears come through. You know what I'm saying? And that nigga had the whole project down there done before he realized, I ain't got no drummer boy beat on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the whole project at your house and not have you on this motherfucker drum. Yeah. Uh, I played <laughs> five beats for change, bro. And did cleanup. And ended up with three on the project. I walk in and I turn up. Uh, I did. Uh, I just call a boo. I don't know a whole name. Keep it on, Ooh. man. All I eat is low, man. And then uh, I'm round round. I'm getting. I'm round round. I'm getting it. You know what I'm saying? Ow. So it, it it was just a classic moment to come and clean up. The only the only memorable cleanup that I have close to that is uh young jeezy what album was that i put on but uh, he wasn't even finished with the album i think that was uh the recession yeah the recession album he wasn't even finished with the album i mean he was finished with the album i come in there with like five beats i put on for my city amazing and ambitions of a hustler You know what I mean? I'm like, man, oh man, I know it's some producer back then in that time that was just real hot. That, you know what I'm saying? I took the slot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, you know what I'm saying? You didn't just stop that old drummer, because I mean, what I love when I talk to you, we get to go through so many, di- bruh, we talking about generations of music, and then we got to bring it to the Migos as well. I think one of the songs that kind of Catapulted them into the mainstream. The day. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and, and let, let, let's get this. Let's get this totally right, man. Migos was on fire. That's right. Oh, before, before we did anything, so I ain't, I don't think I really contributed to anything of, of the Migos, and I actually felt like looking. My dad was an underperformance record that should have went platinum. It didn't, it didn't go platinum. No, nah, and it didn't get promoted properly. Um, they were going through some things at the time with 300. I just seen a recent interview. Y'all could Google uh, or just type in, look at my dad 300 interview, and it'll give you more detail on exactly from their side or out their mouth what happened. But, uh, you know, week three of the NFL, I remember Cam Newton starting turning up and doing the dab every first down. <laughs> but the song wasn't on iTunes until, like, the Super Bowl or something. Damn. You know what I mean? So it was just a lot of momentum that was lost. You know what I'm saying? They could have, the Migos for sure, uh, uh, I think, should have identified themselves with the record on ESPN showing. Because everybody did the dance. They didn't even know who song it was. So, you know, it, it's you know it's a few things with that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it definitely was a big record. It definitely was an influence. We had goddamn everybody, granddaddies and babies, and, and in between doing the damn dance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Drama. How do you feel being a part of so much trap music and being instrumental in it, no pun intended, as well? Again, I'm from the soil. 
So it's only right that I plant the seeds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's only right that I'm involved and then I that I that I that I help people grow and nurture into what they meant to be. That's that's what I do best. You know what I mean? So I stick to that, you know what I mean, and help. You know what I'm saying? I I, I came up with Gotti. You know what I'm saying? I see another young man doing his thing who remind me of Gotti May, young Dolph. I help young Dolphin do everything I can. And you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm influential. Same thing when I was working with Jeezy and Gucci. What's yeah. crazy, Gucci used to be like, man, boy, I ain't going to lie, drunk. I need one of them junk like that motherfucker. Oh, you know I keep that white girl. Christina Aguilera. My dirty soap finger. Okay. Hey, Gucci was fun, boy. He would be like, yeah. man, you know what I'm saying, bro? I don't like bro, bro. Man, bro, you got bro bumping, bro. You got... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it it just be like you know what I'm saying, little stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And of course, I be trying to bridge the gap and bring people together. Um, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to my city was the unification process of Memphis. That's when I got the key to the city of Memphis. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Even uh, Volume Two, bringing Future into the game with the song that recipe I did with him uh, as as me as an artist and rapper. Uh, I brought Junior Reed from Jamaica into Memphis. You know what I'm saying? We did MTV. Uh, you know what I'm saying, and just brought in MTV, showed them around the city, and you know what I'm saying, a, really a welcome to my city. So you know, just to be able to do that from my city and put on for my city, that that's 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 the 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 most important. That's the roots, and then from there, deeper roots uniting, deeper roots uniting music, drum squad. Where do you see the future of trap music going, drummer? Uh. I see, I see trap music now is like <clears throat> juice worlds and you know what I mean? Uh, it's a lot of overdosing in trap right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we won, we we ain't see too much of the, the overdose going on, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's the drugs are different. Mm-hmm. How shit is being made is different. The technology is different. You know what I mean? Or how things are trending, like your TikToks and Triller and social media, how you get your music. Um, and, you know, especially with the COVID, you know, it's it's kind of kill performances and live shows and things like that. You see some shows here and there, uh, but the actual in-person demand is lower than what it used to be. Now it's just online presence, digital you know, cryptocurrency, NFTs, like anything that you can touch online. Like I think the app world is, 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 you know what I mean? So, you know, everything is, is, is kind of to the, to the, to the, to the technology side, but then you still got your money bag. Yo's, you still got your 21 savages. You still got a uh, slime language, man. Your bugger yeah. just drop going crazy. You still yeah. got the dough boys. Shout out to Doughboy. Doughboy, one person that really still keep me and remind me of that trap right there. Kodak Black. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's some guys that's painting that picture. 21 Savage. I, I just love 21 Savage. Yeah. Right? No auto. You know what I'm saying? And still just keep it trapped and gutter. You know what I'm saying? That another thing I like about Dolph, uh, Key Glock. Yeah. Uh, uh, you Pooh know Shiesty. Oh, yeah. Pooh Shiesty for sure. You know what I'm saying? Just, just really keeping it, keeping it 100. You know what I mean? That's, 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 that's trap. But, but again, you know, see, 
certain areas like particularly memphis and you know what i'm saying detroit and chicago and the, the bay and you know those pimp cities like I, the ogs keep passing it down yeah these like the biggest cities that got some of the, the the most ogs so it's like we just keep passing it down like i know pooch daddy i know a lot of you know, i'm cool with drake daddy like you know what yeah. i'm saying like but you know it's that og shit that i think once you once it get passed down it's hard for you to lose exactly because you got that game you got that you got that guidance you know what i'm saying and then you got that support system and then it's, it's like you know what i'm saying now with you drama thank you so much for your time boss already man appreciate you bro world thank y'all for joining us for another edition of radio ones for the culture podcast the history of black music be sure to like review and subscribe for future and previous episodes wherever you listen to podcasts be high radio shouted drama boy we gone